What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast on the planet. That's right. This is Food Sex Politics with you, as always, the beautiful, the brilliant, the badass Nicole Rodriguez. And back in her up, as always, it's me, it's me, it's a DAVE, your board lord, your pad thai rabbi, your six foot two glass of cold brew. Back with another episode. Nicole, here we are, July. All the best things are in July. We got the 4th of July. We got your birthday coming. And possibly to rival that right up there, it is National Ice Cream Month. Dave, actually, National Ice Cream Day even is the same day as my birthday. And I could think of no better way to kick off or continue this celebratory month than with the folks from Atomic Creamery. We have the team and the building. I've got six pints of delicious ice cream tempering in my fridge because I know that now because that's how you do it. We've had ice cream by the pint on here. I know how to eat ice cream now after all these years. We have fucking professionals. (laughs) So I'm super, super stoked to have Carrie on tonight. She has been back and forth between the East Coast and the West Coast and around the world, pretty much. Really cool story on how Atomic came to about. We're going to hear about what it means to use this nitrogen process in their ice creams, how they pick these amazing flavors, and, and what really goes on, let's call it what it is, on the left coast. Carrie. Yes. Welcome. Uh, Welcome <laughs> to the you. show, Carrie. Thank you for coming on. I didn't know your birthday was on National Ice Cream Day. I didn't know until I have this this calendar that's all about cows because I'm into milk and beef and promoting ice cream and such. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a great coincidence. So if I'd known that, I would have taken a picture yesterday. The the set we were on actually had the Chick-fil-A cow there. Oh, okay. Because it was cow and it was cow appreciation day. And that's a Chick-fil-A thing too. July is just like all about ice cream and and cheese. And we're talking Chick-fil-A, I guess it's, it's, it goes from pride month and then to banning gays on Sundays or whatever it is they do over at Chick-fil-A. So it's it's interesting. (laughs) Oh my. Yeah. So, Carrie, welcome. So, Carrie, I need to know all about Atomic. So, how do you guys get started? What's Atomic all about? For everybody that doesn't know, let them know. Okay. Well, first of all, we're a one-stop shop, ice cream, floats, and milkshakes. Uh, We do lose liquid nitrogen, which we can get into later. Um, This was really kind of a retirement project for us. (laughs) Um, We're not that. We're not old, but... Uh, old enough to be retired from the military, at least one of us, my husband. Um, and so this was like a retirement project. I think retirement uh, age should be 40. Yeah, nothing okay, says well, retirement like full-scale food production, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, not re- it's not retirement. Like we literally, so we've had about 12 hours of sleep over the course of the last like five days. Nice. Because we literally have a store that runs from 11 in the morning till 8 at night. On the weekends to like nine or ten, and, and then the, we, tell everybody where the store is. Um, we're in Newport Beach, California. We're at this very uh, exclusive mall called Fashion Island. You can Google it. It's it's actually a really nice mall. They they have a koi pond for your kids to throw rocks at or food, <laughs> <laughs> which whatever they're in the mood for. <laughs> whatever they're in the mood for. They do have a really nice koi pond. A lot of really nice um, 
you know, high-end um, stores. I mean, if you want, if you want to buy a Rolex and Louis Vuitton and shop at Neiman's, you can then come get ice cream because they're all our neighbors, which is great. Yeah, we love it, and we're right, right, right by the beach. Can't miss that's it, right? A, that's like a big swing so. in Dick area over there. Good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big swing. That's a big swing. <laughs> Like, that's we a try. little bit of a flex. She's like, oh, you know, you could just buy a fucking Rolex and then, you know, swing through. <laughs> it, it's what happens, I feel like, on a regular. Prior to COVID, we were right by the valet. So we're in between two really nice restaurants. Uh, R&D Kitchen, which is owned by Can- or by Hillstone and Canaletto's, which is part of El Fernayo. Um, And the valet was out front. And literally, like, on any given day, um, I mean, a McLaren... A Kosing, Bugatti. On Sundays, people would literally just bring their multi-million-dollar cars and park them for people to take pictures of. Like it was, yeah. If you're a car guy, it was amazing. Just swing through to hang out. No big deal. Yeah, just park it. I think this is probably the most important question for tonight. So. You guys were awesome enough to send both Nicole and I a pack of ice cream, which my son absolutely flipped the fuck out for. So thank yeah, you for that. I know. He is Wait, absolutely. That's my kid. I'm gonna send him out. He's got to be like the brand <laughs> ambassador or something out there. Like I'm gonna send him we're out. We're gonna have to draw straws if we're talking about kidnapping one of Dave's kids. Because <laughs> I mean, although there are two of them, and I'm not sure how long he wants to keep them, so maybe everyone's in love. I mean, the, the, depending the on youngest the one is. The, the, the youngest one. No, no. Wait, he's for sale? How much? Everything has a price, right? Depending on the, depending <laughs> on the day, they're, they're for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I think they like, will just put them back in the atomic box with a couple of holes. <laughs> That's what you need. Just, just take out the dry ice and yeah. return to the right. That's it. <laughs> You're like, Bryce, I'm sending you to Disneyland. I'll see you back. Get a co- <laughs> I'll, I'll, see you, I'll see you in like six years. Have fun. <laughs> People are like, who's your dad? Nah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. That's that's for the courts to decide. But um, so because we have the ice cream, we want to taste some now. So oh, okay. Flavor, would you recommend us tempering right now? Um. Oh, you haven't tempered. Any oh, minor. Of them yet? No, minor tempering. I I, I follow because di- I follow directions. She does. Oh, um, this is a over here. So. There's one in there called the Limonana. It's it's actually handwritten on because our thanks to COVID, our new pints haven't arrived yet. Hopefully, they come in the next two weeks, like they're supposed to. Um, but it's called Limonana, and so it is it is based off of this drink from the Middle East that we drink, and it's a lemon mint, literally lemon muddled mint. mint. Yep, muddled mint with a fresh lemonade over it. So amazing. So with that one, I literally made lemon mint and um, turned it into ice cream. Okay, wait, wait. It, so how do you do that? Like, what, what's the process of, like, making a new flavor? Um, so when it comes down to making a new flavor, um, I typically kind of think about how am I going to deconstruct it? Because a lot of places, when they do stuff, they're like, oh, we have oatmeal pie. And they literally just put, like, an oatmeal pie in it. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> want to do that like i want to i want to take all those components apart and i want to make an ice cream so when you eat the ice cream you're like wait a minute this isn't oatmeal pie but it tastes just like that so i like really think about like how am i going to break the components down and then how am i going to put it back together so it tastes just like that so you get like 
whatever notes on the front and on the back, but it's surprising. You're like, wait a minute, this tastes like cheesecake, but there's no cheesecake in this. So what, what's like the test kitchen like then? Like, is that like your house or is that in the store? Like, how does this all, um, how does this all go down? Is it like a mad scientist lab? No, everything's in our store. If you actually were, I should have given you like a visual of our store because I think people like, they like to call, they're like, oh, at your facility. I'm like, no, I have a kitchen in our store, people, not a facility, a kitchen. Facility. If you, yeah, if you saw what comes out of the kitchen here, like if you, if you saw how big it was, you'd be like, what in the world? How are they putting all of this out of there? I mean, literally like our dining space is about 1200 square feet. And my kitchen is like 500, like it should be opposite. Um, but yeah, the kitchen here is like a lot of it. I just do on the fly and figure out, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to put this together. And then my employees and my husband are like my tasters. And I'm like, so you should taste this on the front and this on the back. And in the middle, you should maybe be able to taste this. And they're like, Oh, Oh, Oh. And I'm like, what's it taste like at the end? And they're like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, like, got it. Nailed it. Thanks. <laughs> and then there it is. And then you just start like selling it like that. Yeah, I mean, it usually takes a little while because I have to think about like, okay, how am I going to teach my employees to make this? So what ingredients am I going to pre-do to make it easy for them? Because I mean, they're employees and I mean, they're all in high school for the most part in college. So, I mean, they're not like sous chefs or they haven't been to CIA or anything like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm working, I mean, most of them, this is their first job. We can have a whole conversation about that. <laughs> But, so yeah. you really, I, so I don't think I've had that drink in particular that, is it limonada that, that yes. it's based on? It's, it's L-I-M-O-N-A-N-A. So it's a Hebrew word for lemon. Um, and, and then I forget what the Ana is, but it's just, it's lemon mint. So would you say it's like a lemon mojito? Uh, yeah, it would be a lemon mojito. Yep, for sure. It's just no, just no alcohol. It's incredible. <laughs> Like, cause oh, you tried it. That the mint, because like the mint isn't overbearing, but you open this up and you're like, oh shit! Like that's that's fresh mint in there, or maybe it's dried mint, but that no, it's aroma it's, comes it's, out. It's fresh. We we actually on um, on Fridays, my husband who's on um, right now, he um, he makes the mint for our element chunk, and um, I think did you guys get element chunk in that batch? Yes. Yes. Oh. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's right. Because I sent out, um, I sent out a package to ice cream by the pint too. Because he said our mint wasn't minty enough, and I was like, "Oh no, what happened there?" So we were adjusting that. But um, my husband I actually, heard, makes- I heard ice cream by the pint had COVID, and that messed with his taste. Yeah, I think so. Because it was like <laughs> right before he came out and said he had COVID, and I was like, "For sure, he had COVID." When he tasted that, um, yeah, no, Josh actually steeps the mint. He does a dirty mint where he puts some of it in the blender and then puts it back into it. So it like cooks in our base. I mean, it's a whole process to make the mint on Fridays. And so it's fresh mm-hmm. on Fridays. Now you, you guys come up, didn't like come up like through like culinary or anything, right? Like how, how did this come to be? Like, how do you learn to do that? Um, so I'm Jewish and you can't really marry off your Jewish daughters unless they know how to cook. I don't know. <laughs> I just know how to cook. I mean, I might. My uncles have some restaurants. Good for you. Yeah. My uncles have some restaurants in in Miami and like in the summers, I'd be like, Oh, you want to go to the Cayman islands, the family? Well, guess what? You get to work in the kitchen too. And you're just like, is this child labor laws? They're like, yeah, don't worry about it. You're, 
your family. We don't have to pay you. You're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it just now it's slavery, <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, I I grew up like my mom would be like, oh, we're making this. Get over here, and you're just like, okay. And you're like, is there a recipe? Because I think I saw a recipe book at the store. She's like, you don't need a recipe. Just follow <laughs> my lead. You're like, okay. <laughs> Later in life, when people are like, could you give me that recipe? You're like, yeah, let me find that for you. Actually, one of your followers, Dave, asked me for a recipe. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to give you the recipe, but i got to figure out how to explain it to you because I just kind of make it. <laughs> no, that's so funny. You know what? I get into like a cold sweat on Instagram when somebody asks me for a recipe because I just eyeball and just like free ball. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, a recipe and I'll legit shit myself because I'm like, oh God, this could turn out <laughs> fucking horrible because I have no idea how I measured this. Right. But you just made the Niamo bar and didn't use birds. And I was like, what the hell? I would have sent you some. Oh, goddamn. See, I didn't know you were sitting on some. Yeah, I couldn't find birds anywhere to make the Niamo bar. Did you look on Amazon? Yeah, but like I like it was kind of like a last minute decision. So oh, it wasn't yeah. be here. we have some. We should we could have sent you some. Yeah, goddamn. I didn't even think of that. Saving yeah. the day. Saving the day over there at a time. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but it's funny. Like, like I saw a meme earlier today, and it was it was um a girl that I that I'm friends with over Instagram. She lives over in the UK. And she posted in her stories how it's hard to cook because all the fucking recipes are in English and in American units. And she doesn't know what a cup is versus a gram. <laughs> She's got like 10 pages of Google open to like figure out how to convert grams to ounces and everything. And I'm like, I just eyeball everything. Like if I just see it on the ingredient list, I'll just figure it out. Was it Elon? No, it wasn't Elon. No, no, no. Although she, she's told me the same thing because I've given her ingredients as well. And she's like, what the fuck's an ounce? So <laughs> <laughs> that's how I am too. I don't, I'm not a, like, I, I'm not a, I'm not a measurer. I'm like, Oh, that looks about right. Okay. Like I make caramel from scratch in the store and I literally like caramel. I do. <laughs> is it car car caramel? Car it, caramel? Uh, hi, yes, it is. It is caramel. Very good. <laughs> so you're, both you're both from New York. It doesn't count. Walked right into that one, Dave. Stop it. <laughs> Wait, how, how do you say it? Caramel. Wait, but there's an A in it. Thank oh, you. God, there, there's a K in knife. Okay, it's not well, the same on. thing. There's no such thing as a silent vowel. Sure there is. <laughs> so hold on. Can Say my name. Carrie. Okay, so I think I guess is that, is that right, Carrie? I say Carrie. I don't know. My husband says I say it weird. Like I don't know, but it's caramel. Like it has another A in it. So wait, all right. So I have a question. Somebody brought this yep. up to me. When when you, I guess, I say carm like caramelize a steak. Do you say caramelize a steak? Um, I don't think I've ever caramelized a steak <laughs> See, I think caramelized and somebody brought that up to me and I was like yeah it's caramelized and then uh, it blew up again like it's always a can of fucking worms like nobody could talk right. is that like yeah. searing it is that just a different name for searing it yeah 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 oh okay <laughs> I learned something new this is just th that A is going to haunt Dave for years <laughs> <laughs> so, okay we're 
Or does he have to give him a pass because he's from he's from Philadelphia or he's from like Pennsylvania? I mean, yeah, but other like, people speak normally there. He's not in Kentucky. It's, it's sorry. So it seems like we're all very much on the same page here in that we couldn't develop a recipe if our lives depended on it, and yet you know, here you are with this amazing ice cream empire in a very well-heeled area of Southern California doing your thing. I want to talk a little bit about going back and forth, East coast, West coast. And I noticed most of your flavors, you're serving a lot of real ice cream. Like this is definitely a dairy based business. Um, but there are these Mooless options. So, can you talk about at what point you felt like you needed to do that or wanted to do that? And I'm actually in the Mooless Buckeye right now, and I'm I'm curious, like, what are your bases? Do you play with different bases, or and, and like, what are you trying to achieve? And also, like, how many people are coming in and saying, like, is anything vegan? <laughs> so funny you say that. So when we first opened what up, I was. Vegan? I was like, absolutely not. Are we ever doing anything non-dairy? I was like, no, this is ice cream. Like we use an, we use an organic dairy base from a dairy that's up in Northern California. Like the cows are literally probably massaged. It, it's called <laughs> Strauss dairy. It's four ingredients. It's buttercream, organic egg yolk, organic sugar, and a little bit of non-fat milk. Like it is like when you pour it out, if you can just think of the thickest viscosity of milk that you've ever seen, that's what it is. Like it's thicker than like buttermilk by itself. It is just thick. Beautiful. Thing. Um, yeah. It's amazing. I was like, we are not doing non-dairy ever. Oh my gosh. Like literally like the first day we opened people were like, do you have any non-dairy options? Do you have any vegan options? Do you have gluten-free options? I'm allergic to eggs. I'm allergic to dairy. And I was just like, <laughs> you've, got to be effing i was like what in the i was like no 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 i caved in at what point josh like maybe about three or four weeks in yeah three or four weeks in i was like fuck i was like we got to find non-dairy option oh uh, so damn then, it Karen, you didn't last long at all <laughs> yeah, no i was just like so, so then it LA, was this, LA like changed you la changed you <laughs> but then it was like how do we find something that's creamy that's thick that like coconut was like using water. And I was like, no, I don't want coconut in it. Like, I was like, how are we going to do this? And so we went through a bunch of options, didn't like them. They didn't really enhance because most of the stuff that we make the flavors with, we make in house. So like we have a cotton candy, like we literally cook a cotton candy sugar down with this soda called big red from the Midwest um, or big blue. And, um, like we make our strawberry puree from fresh strawberries that we add puree and then fresh strawberries. Like we have peach coming up. So we get these peaches that are North of LA and we, pe I don't, I say we, but my husband peels them. Love him. He's my sous chef. He peels them. We chop them up. We saute them a little bit with, um, a nice brown butter and then we puree them. And that's our base with fresh chopped peaches as well. So with, all these non-dairy bases, we were like, how are we going to do this? Because we're trying to really like complement these fresh ingredients that we're using. And one of our customers happens to be a nutritionist. And she was like, you should try a pea plant based. It's thicker. And I was like, okay, so 
I found a couple of them that were on the market and I was like, these are amazing. And so I was like, this is great. Like we're still getting something really thick and consistent. So we started using them and then they became like obsolete. You couldn't find them anymore. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this is not going to work. Um, so our distributor was like, oh, we have something called oat milk. And I was like, okay. I was like, I've seen it on the shelves, but it wasn't really thick. So then they came out with a barista blend and I was like, oh, it's thicker, just has less water. And you could make your own oat, right? But I don't have enough time in the day to be soaking oats and making my own oat milk. So we were using a barista blend. And then I, by accident, found, this is crazy, a oat-based creamer. And so it's really thick because it has very, very small amount of water in it. And it actually doesn't have any allergens or anything. So I was just like, jackpot. I was like, this is like going to Vegas. I hit all the right notes on this one. I was like, oh, no allergens. So that covered our like dairy, lactose, nut, soy, every allergen ever been named to us was not, was non-existent. Yeah. We have, I'm I'm actually allergic. I'm actually allergic to oats. No, you're not. Are you? No. <laughs> uh, we've heard it all. We have a customer. Bless his heart. Super nice kid comes in. They're really good about coming in the mornings, but he's like allergic to dairy, eggs. He's allergic to a bunch of stuff. And so for us to make him ice cream, he's allergic to nuts. Like they come in earlier in the day and like, we'll make sure that we sanitize the whole station and cause we make everything fresh. And so he can get ice cream. Because otherwise, you know, you go places and like we have like one of our machines is nut free. So if you have a nut allergy, you know, you can come in. We have utensils specifically for that as well. So we try to accommodate. But to answer your question, we probably do about 40% of our volume is non-dairy. Really? Really. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'd like to think in my mind, I'm like, it's just because of where we are, right? No, 100%. But that's what I'm thinking because I'm wondering what someone like Van Van Leeuwen or Van Leeuwen uh-huh. in Manhattan, I'm wondering like what percentage of their business is at this point probably that plant-based vegan, whatever the base is, just because, you know, preaching to the choir here, there's the health halo surrounding that. Um, and that's just like a very urban thing now, right? To make those kinds of requests. I wouldn't have thought it would have been like a 15, 20%. And I thought I was going to go high on 20%. No, like literally like we, I mean, and you have to remember too, and some of our stuff. So I sent you guys the Buckeye, um, which is an ode to Ohio state. My mom went to Ohio state and we, everybody kept asking us to bring a peanut butter ice cream. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to deconstruct this damn Buckeye and add some stuff to the inside and be done with it. I sent you the non-dairy version of it, which is made with our oat. Um, it's, pr- it's pretty it's, darn good, I have to say. I mean, it's it's hard to... Look, you can't... They have some new, like, proteins out there that, like, it's like a powder. And you can use it to make ice cream that's supposed to taste just like dairy and look like dairy and feel like dairy. But I'm like, you know what? Why? Why? Um, so the oatly or the, the oat base gives us the closest thing that we found to getting that creamy texture. Um, and like with that one, it has actual peanut butter in it. So that helps to add to that. Um, we make our, we have a Nutella one that we do. So it's not 
fully non-dairy because you know Nutella has chocolate in it, but with the Nutella comes out super creamy. Um, we have another one, our Graham Hatton, which I think one of you got the dairy version of Graham Hatton, but we make a non-dairy. So we I actually use, we actually use the Lotus Biscoff. Um, and so that adds the creaminess to it. So we've kind of figured out like, okay, what can we do with the non-dairy to make it still creamy and get that, like the flavor profile in it to where you don't feel like you're eating something that's non-dairy. So Carrie, I've got a question and you know, you talk about working with like high school kids and everything and you guys <laughs> use a really different method when you do ice cream, right? Like you guys do liquid nitrogen. So how have, how has like Terminator 2 not happened up in there yet? <laughs> um, so we have a pretty like well thought out system. Um, how, how did that come to be? Like how did you guys come to come to just do the, uh, the liquid nitrogen versus, you know, a freezer or whatever else? So one of the things of the liquid nitrogen is that um, because it has less ice crystals and you're flash freezing it, it makes a much creamier and dense product. Um, so, I mean, that was one of the reasons. It was also something that um, it was kind of a modern play. So, so if you walk into our store, and it's really hard to translate that into a pint as well. Our store is this throwback to a 1950s diner. But we only do ice cream, milkshakes, and floats. So we have like a bar you can sit at and spit on the stools. One day a kid's going to fly off of it and a parent's going to get really pissed at me, but hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, and we have booths you can sit in. We have like a 1954 Seaberg jukebox. It, it comes on. It doesn't drop the record in the right place yet. So we've got to take it to this jukebox doctor guy and have him fix it. But we have like neon signs, they're all neon and stuff. So we've really like a, this throwback. So it was also kind of a just positioning to that where it was like, okay, we have something modern, but we're coupling it with this throwback to the fifties and just really good product. Um, you know, so yeah, but the other thing is that in our store, when you come in and we make you ice cream, we also finish everything off. Like you're going to a restaurant. So like that Buckeye that you have in the pint, if you were coming to our store, that Buckeye gets the ganache all over the top of the scoop. So if you know what the Buckeye candy looks like, it looks like a oh, Buckeye yeah. candy. So our, um, like our, like our Owen, which I think, I think you guys got, so it's our strawberry. So Owen was six when he came up with this. I didn't come up with that. Um, six year old Oreo marshmallows inside strawberry ice cream. So in our store, when you get it, we put an Oreo on top. We drizzle marshmallow drizzle, and then you get some strawberries around the side. So we finish everything as well because we kind but for of. But for everybody who doesn't know, you also do that in the pints as well. Like if you open a Buckeye, you're greeted with like that chocolate ganache right on top. I mean, the pints are. Yes, you I are. Mean, yeah, well, yeah. I, I tried to translate what we do in the store to a pint so people could get the same experience. I mean, it was also like. Even in building our box, our marketing guy, Ben's amazing. But we were like, how do we give them the same experience if they're not in the store, like when they get this box to their house? And so we were just like, okay, it needs to be loud. It needs to be bright. It, it really needs to like scream like, oh, I'm getting ice cream. Because we ordered a bunch of ice cream from other companies. And we were like, this is the lamest box on the planet. We were like, what in the <laughs> world? <laughs> like, like our non-negotiable I mean, talk, people talk about non-negotiables for relationships. Like non-negotiable was it had to have a handle. Like every manufacturer I talked to was like, lady, you're not getting a handle. And I was like, no, not going to happen. <laughs> so 
So this is actually what I did. I found randomly on like Pinterest, some ice cream box that had a handle. And I was like, where is that from? And I couldn't tell. And so I like printed out the picture. Like I was like, Josh, I was like, use your skill set. What is the name of this company on this box? And he was just like, good Lord lady. I'm going to like shoot you at this point. <laughs> and I was just like, Ugh. I was like, like, don't kill me. Like, so, and then I randomly saw something on Instagram and I was like, that's that box. And he was like, it is not. And I was like, it is. I was like, listen, you old man, put your glasses on. Like it's that box. And he was like, Ooh, you might be right. So <laughs> I like found this little ice cream shop in like, it, I think it was in Kentucky or somewhere. And I called them and I'm like, Hey, do you have this box? It looks like this. And the girl's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, can you do me a favor? Can you just like tell me who the manufacturer is of the box? And she was like, the what? I was like, so do you have the box? <laughs> like, I literally was like, do you have the boxes like put together? She's like, no, they're flat. And I was like, perfect. Like on you're, one of the you're, edges. You're talking to somebody from Kentucky. I know, right? But I was just like, on don't one use of the big edges, words like manufacturer. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't just throw that around. Yeah. But I finally got her to tell me who it was. And I was like, perfect. And, you know, as I called their facility in Huntsville, Alabama, they're like, no, (laughs) yeah, they're like, no, but we have a facility just a couple miles, like up the road from you. And I was like, this is a, this is like fate. I was like, this is a match made in heaven. I can hear the conversation at at the plant in Alabama where he's like, hey, Maud, it's here, fancy (laughs) lady, box with a handle. (laughs) Yeah. So... I called, I called them and they came down and they were like, wait, they're like, you've been talking to manufacturers and your non-negotiable is a handle. And I was like, right. And the guy's like, you know, that's like three cents. And I was like, I don't care. It has to have a handle. He was like, I got you. He's like, I got you. I was like, here's the cooler. I want a handle. And then we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's but- like it's the coolest thing when it comes and it's on the doorstep <laughs> and you just pick it up and you're good to go. But, but we wanted you. Yeah, it's easy to carry, right? Because it's heavy. It's heavy. Like lift up that buckeye. The oat one that you have is pretty light, but like some of those can be pretty heavy. I mean, Dave, you got other ice cream from us. Like you lift it up and you're like, whoa, I'm going to do a workout before I eat this. You're like, yes, bicep workout. Here you go. Um, yeah. It makes me feel better before I eat all the ice cream. Exactly. Exactly. It's nice. <laughs> it's like right? So, wait, so, so go back to the high school kids with the liquid oh. nitrogen. How how okay. have you know, how has nobody died yet? Um what is your liquid nitrogen? So first of all, I mean, like we go through this whole thing, like and look, they, they are in high school. Like one of our one of our employees one time thought she was genius. She froze some blueberries and she put them in her mouth. And you can just imagine this. She walked out <laughs> with her tongue sticking out of her mouth with blueberry stuck to it. She's like, hey, guys, uh, I got a little problem. And I'm like, what <laughs> in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> She's like, I froze the blueberries and tried to eat them. And I'm like, oh, they literally was stuck to her tongue and like the inside of her mouth, like her cheek. And I was like, you're an idiot. I was like, okay, <laughs> now if they get them off. And she literally like had lost some taste buds for a couple of weeks. And, you know, she her tongue was a little bit burnt. And I was like, so you're the example of like what not to do. Let's make better bad decisions in life. Do not freeze shit and put it in your mouth with liquid nitrogen. Um, it's it's pretty cold that most people aren't going to try to like put their body on it or any, you know, like put it on a body part. Um, 
we've all got little burns from it though, like from like the dispensers and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, my husband's a great teacher, so he's really like, listen, it's not, they, they actually dispense it themselves. So like there's a handle and I mean, we've had some kids that they're like, yes, this is a Ferrari. I'm going zero to 16, 2.2. And you're like, no, it's fucking liquid nitrogen. It's dairy. It's going to splatter everywhere if you do that. And then it does. <laughs> and then they're, they're like, oh crap, it's covered everything in dairy. You're like, thanks jackass. Now only do we have to clean everything. But now we have to start from scratch because you forgot everything that you just learned because you have the brain of a goldfish. Lovely. Um, yeah. We're, we're, just, we're, we're very like, we, we do everything really slow with them. We go through it time and time again. Um, you know, most of them realize like, oh shit, this stuff could be dangerous. Like it could burn me. Um, you know, they don't ask questions like our customers do. We've had customers who are like, so can I get the ice cream without the nitrous oxide? Nitrous <laughs> oxide. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, sure. like this is, I'm like, this isn't the dentist. Oh, I'm they think they're coming to get high and have a cone. <laughs> right. I know, right? I'm like, yeah, not what's going to happen. We actually had, I actually had a customer one time. He was like, so isn't this like pretty dangerous? And I was like, <laughs> um, what part of this do you think is dangerous? He's like, well, he's like, uh, it's like, the the nitrogen and i was like you do realize that like 78 percent of the air you're breathing is nitrogen he's like no he's like it's oxygen and i was like um oh, no and so i told him i said you should google that and he's like oh whatever and then I'm he got his google. ice cream and he sat down and he came back he goes you're right and i was like what and he was like you're right he's like the, the air is made up of nitrogen not oxygen <laughs> i was like wow yeah Wow. Um, what have we done to make sure our employees don't like burn themselves or like get hurt with liquid nitrogen? I mean, other than. Uh, like, like I just picture it's like after hours and they're just like freezing anything and everything. You know, you know what? They're not that mischievous. They don't play with it because they, they know that it, it is dangerous. And I harp on them when I go over the training with the tour. With them, so but they understand it. We freeze gummy bears, and they break in a glass. So they realize like it is a hazard. Yeah, we might scare them enough because like we have this little thing where, like, we're like, oh, you want to see what we can do to gummy bears? And then what we'll do is like we let little kids drop the gummy bears into like a little cup of nitrogen, which it's un- so it's still cold and well. We put them in there, right? It's a little paper cup that has a little bit of nitrogen in there. So see the bubbles. And then we pour the nitrogen out, put a cap on it, shake it up. And so the gummies turn into like gummy jewels, right? Um, and then they will come to temperature and then they'll be just gummy shit. And the little kid like thinks they're funny and tries to dump it all in their mouth and it's dumping all over our floor and it's a sticky hot mess. Yeah, our employees see that, and I think they're probably like, shit, if I put my finger in that, it's probably going to, like, freeze my finger. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they're pretty much like, I'm not going to do that. I also tell them the blueberry story, and most of them are like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to learn from that lesson. Dave, I think um, cones and nitrous, though, would be a good business. <laughs> I'm always coming up with good business That's models here. Angle. That's a great angle. That's why people want. Do they even do that at the dentist anymore? I I, I have no idea. I just like you that used was, to just be like, "Hey, can I get that for a cleaning?" And now they've really 
kind of like rallied back on that. They're keeping a. I, I was going to say, there's probably like a ton of like housewives that were all getting like tweaked out on it. So they probably cut it off right. for everything. They've ruined, they've ruined everything. <laughs> really they do. Everything. Really <laughs> do. Oh, do you have. Genius business idea. I know. I like this. Do you, do you have any notable people coming through the doors who are favorites in your area? Um, we do. We have, um, like, we have we have customers that we love. We have customers that we are just like, oh god, they're here again. Um, before COVID, we had one of our favorite customers. He literally came every day after he dropped his kid off from school. He was kind of like our this guy named Norm from Cheers. Yeah. So the guy from Cheers, his name was Norm. Yes. We had like our own Norm. He'd come every day. He'd get ice cream. He'd sit and talk to us for like two hours while we opened and eat his ice cream. Um, and then COVID happened and we haven't seen him. He's dead now. <laughs> no, he didn't die for sure. Cause <laughs> I texted with him, but yeah, he was like our norm, but we have regular customers. Like we have customers only come seasonally. Hey, we had, we had Chuck Yeager <laughs> come yeah. to the store. He didn't come inside. He was actually in this van, but his wife came in and got screen for him. So I saw him. So, in the so yeah, legend. Legend. Unfortunately, he passed, but. He came to our store and had ice cream. Yeah. I mean, like, we've had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar lose in the neighborhood. He's come in and gotten ice cream. So, yeah, we've had, like, we and we have some regular customers that are, like, TV personalities. Um, we, we, and we also have our own regular personalities. We have one woman. We only see her during strawberry season. And she gets a strawberry milkshake every day. She calls beforehand. Um, so it's ready. And she drinks it in her car with her daughter. And then um, they leave. Wow, who can drink that every every day for like a whole season? That's yeah. That's and strawberry season runs like January to July for us. Oh, <laughs> that's a diet I could get behind. I thought it was like a month. I was like, oh, that doesn't seem all that bad. And then <laughs> I'm going to start putting people on that. No. Like, guys, this is what we're doing with your program moving forward. Is- <laughs> Doing strawberry milkshakes from and, now and new- Columbus Day and see what happens. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so hold on. She doesn't, but she doesn't get whipped cream or cherry on it. Just oh, the strawberry. Oh, well, there it is. Oh, it's fine then. And Nicole, that fits the program. Yeah. And if we're <laughs> out of strawberry, if we're out of strawberry, like she's like, um, she's tried mango but doesn't like mango. Aside from that, like, she's like, no, she's not doing ice cream. She just does the strawberry milkshake. We do not see her after strawberry season is over. Yeah, she literally is like, see you next year. (laughs) (laughs) And what does she, like, disappear in, like, a cloud of smoke? And she's like, bye. I I, I feel like I need to know more about this woman. I I know, this is very intriguing. (laughs) Yeah, so she's... Can we get her on the show? (laughs) Yeah, I could ask her because it's just interesting because they also drive up in their car and they like her and her daughter sit in the car drink it and then they're just gone and that's the only time we ever see them and it's literally like once a day does she give it to her daughter or does her daughter just watch her drink the milkshake (laughs) so that's the other funny thing she doesn't come in and get the milkshake the daughter always comes in and gets it there's something there's something weird go carrie i need to know what's going on with these people <laughs> who else do we know? who else do we have there? Kind of yeah, I'm eat? I'm not gonna sleep well until I know what's going <laughs> on with this strawberry <laughs> woman. Oh I mean we have other customers that only come so like our nostalgic flavors 
are only on certain days of the week. And so like we have one guy and his wife, they only come and get the cherries Jubilee. Um, we have another guy that only comes to get butter pecan. Like literally he'll come running in at like closing. He's like, do you have butter pecan? And you're like, you know, we can deliver. And he's like, no, it's okay. He's like, I plan my day around getting ice cream. We're like, okay. So yeah. So people only come on days that we have certain flavors, which is hilarious. So can we also talk about another special like flavor that you guys do every Saturday, the Saturday morning cereal? Yeah, we actually do that every, that's actually a milkshake. It's every day. Oh, it's every day. It's not just like a Saturday yeah. special. No, no, no. It's every, it's every day. It used to be an right. ice cream, but we turned it into a milkshake. And so we try to change the cereal out every month. And, and I really probably need like a cereal guru to help me with this because we've we kind of, we, we know cereal gurus. One's actually in Kentucky. Really? Because <laughs> Believe it or not. We, because our dairy is so thick, we have been having a hard time finding cereals that like will cut through the base of it. Um, but like this month, our, our one is, um, the Fruity Pebble birthday one. Have you tried that? No. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, it tastes like birthday cake. So we did the fruit and then we have regular Fruity Pebbles, but we've gone through most of the really good cereals that stand out. So I need to kind of, maybe I'm thinking I need to like, go like out of the country and you like look other places for cereal but yeah we we do it because i was like oh let's do something kind of nostalgic to childhood and like oh you know how like you had cereal and you watch cartoons and you drink the milk like how can we do that um so yeah we we do that and um it's pretty popular people get it we have another milkshake that's actually more popular um we should have people sign a waiver when they give it to their kids so it's called the fairy floss and and do you know that like that's like the name for cotton candy, cotton right? Candy. Yeah. So this is the most ridiculous milkshake that we make. Um, so we start with this blue raspberry cotton candy that we make in-house, and um, it's a we turn into a syrup, and then um, we make a milkshake with that. And so that milkshake also gets pop rocks in it, and then around the side of the cup and on the top, it also gets this sour patch drizzle. So I cook sour watermelon sour patch kids down and I make this really thick like caramel with it, but it's sour patch drizzle instead. So it gets sour patch drizzle around the cup, pop rocks, pop rocks inside. It gets some actual cotton candy on top with whipped cream, more pop rocks and some more sour patch drizzle. That sounds like something <laughs> like a rich uncle takes their nieces and nephews out for, and then is like, ha ha, see you later. And like drops them off at their parents' household, like wired up. I'm, I'm just picturing like a Wilford Brimley commercial, like the diabetes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always like when parents get it for their kids, we're just like, yeah. So by the way, you can't bring them back for like two hours. You have to sign a waiver. And they're like, why? And I'm just like, the amount of sugar you just got, it's probably like a week's worth of sugar in there. <laughs> yeah, but kids will like... Did you hear him? No, no, what did he say? <laughs> he, said, he said, we've seen children destroy the, the bushes and trees out front because of that shake. Like, literally oh, this one... <laughs> yeah, literally this one kid just started like climbing the tree after having that. <laughs> It leads to vandalism. <laughs> no, it was pretty maybe, funny. Maybe that's the end, though. Maybe that's the end. So you get their teeth all fucked up. Then you get in with the dentist. The dentist gives you nitrous oxide, <laughs> and there you go. And then you come back to Nicole and Dave's. What do we call it? 
<laughs> I don't know. We definitely need something for this. This is too good. It's it's absolutely. I feel like we need like an old timey name to go with it. <laughs> I don't know. You come up with one. <laughs> you 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 sleep on that tonight, Dave. Absolutely. Uh, Carrie, um, while while Dave has been mispronouncing toppings and things like that. I've been going through <laughs> each and every one of these pints and I'm surprising myself that I came back to the Moolis Buckeye, but really you put peanut butter in something. I'm probably going to dive right into it. I love all of this stuff. I think your mint is a natural mint. Maybe that's why someone would say it's not minty enough because it's that real authentic mint flavor. Nothing short of amazing across the board. Very exciting. Are you eating? Are you eating ice cream? I, I went into every one of the, I went into every one of these throughout our conversation and just put myself on mute to not be fucking disgusting. Because I follow directions. I was like, Dave, what are you starting with? And he's like, I'm going to put the own experiment. I was like, well, I, I think we should try all of them. So that's, that's what I did. Went and Nicole's like, you pussy. One by one. And you, and you came back to the non-dairy one. I came back to it because I, I wanted to really see what, what it was about again. And I can, I, I know it's not dairy, but. I feel like the pe- stuff like peanut butter saves it, right? Because peanut butter yes. is another great fat. Yes, that 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 is, that is very true. Yes, like for our for our non dairy cookies and cream, we use the double stuff gluten free Oreos, and that cream from the Oreo helps to thicken and give it like that texture as well. But I would say the one I would come back to first and like really sit with is that limonana. Oh, see, it's, yeah. it's like refreshing, right? It's like a thousand percent, but it's creamy yeah. and it's minty. It's just, it's kind of everything. I yeah. So, so Dave, this is where you're gonna have to go and like put them in the microwave. This isn't something that we highly suggest, but we have a customer of ours that we're like, wait, how'd you just eat that entire pint of ice cream when we just drove away? And she's like, oh, my mom put it in the microwave for 10 seconds. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm going I'm to have to run that by ice cream by the pint. I'm going to have to see what he says about this. No, he will not. <laughs> I'm gonna, he'll scream at me. I'm for sure he will like come through the phone and like pull you through. He'll be at, he'll be at your door. He yeah. will, he'll drop like a hell bomb on me. <laughs> That's what's going to pop out of your box. Bryce is knocking on <laughs> He's like, hello, <laughs> out he comes. <laughs> How dare you microwave ice cream? <laughs> I, I will not do it just for Matt. <laughs> we don't even have a microwave. I never even thought about that until they told me that. I was like, wait, you put it in the microwave? Didn't it melt? They're like, no, like 10 seconds. I was like, oh, I was like, hmm, interesting. No, I think that's still sacrilege, even not <laughs> knowing Matt. It just doesn't, I don't think you put this kind of ice cream anywhere near a microwave i think that's no, you know what you do you just disrespectful let that motherfucker like a man that's what you do well talking about like disrespectful so like we try to really like kind of keep things like traditional but you know we go kind of out on a limb like we've done a chicken and waffles ice cream which is like a bourbon base with maple Maybe. and we actually bake 
um, Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets in a waffle and then chop it up and put it in there. Um, but did you guys see the newest one from Van Leeuwen? The macaroni and cheese ice cream? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very conflicted about that. I'm, I'm like, wait, why would you like in my mind? I'm like, what does that taste like? Does it taste like pasta? Does it like, I'm just like curious. Like, and who came up with that? Like they were just like sitting around a boardroom table and they're like, you know what? Kraft wants to partner with us. Let's make macaroni and cheese ice cream. <laughs> I, I, that there, there are certain flavors that someone was someone was high and it just you know it just came out like bro I've got it it's fucking dairy months and shit like can you imagine like that pitch meeting like the dude's just completely like bombed out of his mind on coke and pills and god knows whatever else and he just walks in the boardroom kicks open the door after not sleeping for three days and he's like I got it I've got it. this is it. But but it's not even like real macaroni and cheese. It's like that shit craft one. And oh god, it, it just breaks my heart all around. Wait, like, have you had it? No, no. It's oh. like the pizza in it. Like I think it like just came out a couple of days ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw somebody. Um, a, a, one of the guys, I a guy that I follow on Instagram. I mean, okay. So he, <laughs> let me preface this. He puts a he puts a popsicle stick and a sweet potato and a cooked sweet potato freezes it and then dips it in chocolate fondant and calls that a popsicle. So I don't mm, really I know. <laughs> I was just talking about that with someone today because it's what it's, this is the thing that they do. And I don't want to misspeak. It's, it's, I think it's Korea and in Taiwan, this like frozen roasted sweet potato. And Stop. It's, really? It's a thing there. And now it's uh, obviously it became some kind of TikTok thing, I'm sure, just like everything yes. else. Um, so now I guess like regular dudes are like, hey, I'm going to dip this in chocolate now. Yes, um, you dip it in chocolate. And it looks like a looks like a frozen banana, like dipped in chocolate. I, that's what I thought he was eating. And then he like showed it. And I'm like, wait, why is that banana orange? I was like, that's so strange. Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a sweet, sweet potato with a popsicle stick. Right. I, I, I'm down to try anything. I'm not in a rush to try that. Like if I happen to go somewhere and someone's like, would you like to try a frozen sweet potato? I'm like, oh yeah, sure. But I'm not roasting sweet potatoes in the middle of summer to then be like, I want to stick this in the freezer instead of eating ice cream. Like, no, I'm going to eat ice cream. It's cool. Thanks. You have to take so many many wrong turns in dessert to get there. I know. Like, such a sim- such a simple, beautiful thing. We, you know, we have this delightful, high viscosity <laughs> dairy that we're talking about. Like, 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 but, but even besides that, like sweet potatoes don't even enter my head until October. Right, right. Like you're, you're you're just taking so many wrong turns to get there, and 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 where you're putting the popsicle stick is 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 upsetting to me. You mean when you think refreshment, you don't think sweet potato? No, <laughs> that's strange. <laughs> like that's gotta be that's gotta be part of like the fallout from like uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? Like, there's no way. Like, like how does that happen? I don't know. A lot of stuff comes out of out of Asia that's like sweet treats. I mean, have you guys ever had Halo Halo, the Filipino ice cream that's, thing? I, that I love. That oh really? That I bug out over just because it's so ridiculous. There's all this stuff piled on top of it like these jelly bits and 
I don't know, some kind of syrup on it. I'm not going to go eat that every day, but that's, that's one of those things like, Oh God. Yeah. Hollow, hollow, put all the shit on top of it. I want all of it. It's like, it's like the Filipino version of going to a frozen yogurt place and getting all the crap on top of it because what you're putting it on top of doesn't really taste like anything or taste like shit. I, I guess I guess I can't get past like all the jellied stuff. Like I don't it do boba or anything like jelly. that. It's <laughs> very gelatinous kind of a situation. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do that. I don't know. My husband likes gummy bears and stuff like our happy colas. And I'm like, eh. I'm like, how do you eat these things? Like kids always want them on ice cream. I'm like, oh I'm like, how do you eat these things? Like no. glass shards and then put them on. <laughs> there you go, kid. Enjoy that with your although sour patch floss. Although <laughs> we have made a champagne or prosecco ice cream, and then Sugarfina makes a champagne gummy bear. Yeah, so we've had those to go with it, like for weddings and stuff. Those are pretty tasty, but you still have to get past the texture of like the the gel or whatever it is. No Damn jelly stuff allowed. Done. <laughs> okay, so Dave, have you opened up the Owen yet? No, I, I had it. I didn't know we were like tasting. Like I didn't know Nicole was like going over there and like, <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for her like go ahead. It was in our it was in our DMs. Temper 10 to 15 minutes beforehand. I listen. <laughs> I follow directions. I think that Owen is really, really good and it's so pretty when you open it. So it's like this yeah. beautiful strawberry ice cream with a full Oreo in the middle. And who doesn't want to be greeted by an intact Oreo when you open a pint of ice cream? No, that's just right. That's just right in the world. Yeah. Oh no, we do have a complainer. We do we do have one customer who doesn't like who doesn't like us to do the toppings on the top of their pints. Can't, can't please everybody. Not even with ice cream, apparently. <laughs> and I'm giving you chocolate and stuff. Like, just accept that. Yeah, there's one. There's one person who always orders like, and please don't top the top of the pipes. I'm like, okay, random. <laughs> I'm sorry. Save it for save it for myself. Well, I think Dave is going to have to get back on his Instagram with his report, at least of the Owen experiment. Super duper exciting. Carrie, so exciting to have you on tonight. We know you're obviously very, very busy. We took half of this podcast while they were actually delivering ice cream. No joke. Uh, Tell everyone where they can find you, please. Uh, Just in general? In general, on the internet, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, right now we're on the 405. Get <laughs> um, <laughs> her up. Get her up. <laughs> um, you can find us on Instagram at Atomic Creamery. You can find us on Facebook. I, I don't know who uses Facebook anymore, but we have to have it. Uh, and then you can find us on our on our on our website, Atomic Creamery. Find us at our store. Um, if you're driving around Orange County or LA, you might our airstream for going to an event. Don't follow us. We're not probably going to an event you were invited to. <laughs> Back the fuck up. <laughs> no, we drive we have our airstream that we use for offsite offsite catering. And we literally will get like messages. They're like, oh, where are you going? I want ice cream. And we're just like, 
going to a party you were invited to. Like, how do you answer we're that? Not, to somebody? Not <laughs> baby truck, you dipshit. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, we got an offer. Somebody sent us an email and offered to buy our Airstream from us. I was like, really? I was like, oh, yeah. I was pretty much like, yeah, not high enough offer. <laughs> going. Don't Come back. follow the don't follow the truck. That's just in poor taste. Oh, I would say you all have to try some Atomic Creamery. We're hoping at some point to make it to the West Coast. That would be on the ice cream bucket list for sure. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, why don't you drop us a rating, maybe even share this episode with some of your friends. Happy National Ice Cream Month. We'll see you next week.